Welcome to Project Phoenix Eve, episode number one. We are your gateway to the paranormal and your window to things yet to come. This is truly the last frontier, people, and together we can explore. I'm your host, Denise Strother, and your co-host, Courtney Strother, my daughter, is sitting right here by my side. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the thing that got us interested in the paranormal. So for us, that means only one thing. Today, we are talking ghosts. I want to thank everybody for joining us on our first episode. We're really excited about it. We put together a great show for you. How are you doing today, Courtney? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I'm ready. Ghosts are really popular. I guess you could say they've come out the closet right now. (laughs) When I was young, that was something that really wasn't spoken about. If you saw a ghost, that equaled crazy. I recently read a Gallup poll that said that that one-third of Americans believe that the daily departed haven't departed, that they're, they're still hanging around in the shadows. We've got all kinds of shows now, Ghost Hunters. We got our favorite guy, Zach. Oh, man, no, that guy, he scares the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah. I'm scared for Zach, to be honest. I'm scared something's going to come out the TV and get me just for watching <laughs> Zach. I do not mess with Zach. He is just a mess. They got a new show coming out called um, Paranormal Brothers and it's two black guys that are doing that and you know you know something wrong with them too <laughs> I was gonna say that that was a stereotype <laughs> that black people are not you know but I mean we see ghosts but we don't actively like pursue them like, I mean if you go to other countries like Haiti and here and there I mean that's well they believe they control them I guess I don't know but here we just kind of just see them and want to leave them alone Well, if one-third of Americans believe in ghosts, that pretty much means every one out of three people in this country has had some kind of experience. We've had our own experiences. Why don't you elaborate on that? Well, we are uh, originally from Brooklyn, New York, and we lived in a house that was built in 1903. We left the house in, like, 1998. There was one previous owner. He was a 33rd degree mason. I would say that house was haunted. Yeah, yeah, that house was pretty creepy. And we couldn't talk about it, teacher. I mean, I grew up in this house, and he thing that I thought was strange made my mother think that I was strange but then you grew up in the house too and yeah that house was strange there was just no denying it but we still never really talked about it so hats off to ghost hunters because you know from that point on I was always 
searching and looking for something to justify my feelings and show that I was not crazy. I never felt crazy. So. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I saw what I was seeing. I knew that. I was like, uh-uh. Well, you grew up in a different time, too, so. <laughs> yeah, like I said, ghost hunters, ghost adventurers, uh, paranormal brothers are coming out, or maybe it already came out, I'm not sure. And we all know the internet never lies, but <laughs> I've seen um, that when ghost hunters caught that full body apparition, it actually made the news and it kind of validated a lot of my feelings. So ghosts to me, I kind of lump them all into one category, but I guess I shouldn't. I think of ghosts as just a regular boo ghost, <laughs> daily, dearly departed ghosts. But then they have these new ghosts like Slender Man. What is Slender Man? Slender Man, it, well, originally it started out as a, a, a meme on, on some podcast. He's a tall, slim man with, I think, like arms that can elongate and tentacles coming out of his back. He, uh, that was the meme, and I think that was like somewhere in the 90s that that happened, and since then, uh, now people claim to have visits from Slender Man. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What happens in these visits? Well, in the beginning, they were very bad things that happened. He would take your body parts or whatever, nothing good. And then over time, he's mellowed. Slender Man has mellowed, and he (laughs) he may do something bad, or he may just scare the crap out of you. I don't know. There's Slender Man. There's shadow people. You see shadow people. People, don't you? Or what, like, um, like just like figures of people that have no faces and a yeah. Black. Well, in the house that we used to live in, there was like a shadow person in one of the rooms that we had. But other than that, you know, on the regular, no, I don't really just see shadow people. And then there are orbs. Yeah. Which you don't see, but I've taken photographs of them all around you. And I know there's a lot of um, speculation about these orbs. A lot of uh, science people feel that it's just dust on your lens or something like that. But this is the most perfectly formed, not moving dust I have ever seen. (laughs) So, you know, for me, I kind of lumped them all into one little category. What about you? For me, I don't, I think ghosts would tend to be humans that are no longer with us. Other things I don't necessarily know if they're human or not. Sometimes I see like little shapeless things and I assume it's some kind of energy or whatever, but it doesn't feel human. So, so I don't so ghosts to me are human, human. Okay. Human spirits. And what about uh, bad ghosts? Bad ghosts. Like the ones that like would touch you. Rose, yeah. A boo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure just like with all people, there are good people, there are bad people. So there are probably good ghosts and bad ghosts. But how would you know if it's a bad ghost or Slender Man or something? Well, I'm, I'm, I think there'd probably got to be a way to communicate. With them? Yes, with them. They say that that's not good to do. Well. Unless you know what you're doing. Well, I don't know. <laughs> do you communicate with them? Do I communicate with ghosts? Yeah, I would say so, yeah. 
What are you guys talking about? <laughs> it depends on who the person is. You know, a lot of times it's a, a loved one of a friend or or a loved one of my own. So, you know, those are just like normal things. What about the ones that you don't know? I don't talk. <laughs> I mean, just wow. like just like in real life, you know how I am. I don't talk to regular people. I'd be like, I don't know you. So. And so what do they do when you don't talk to them? It depends on the situation. You know? I mean, do they just go away after, you know, like they're like, hello, 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 and you're just like, I can't see you. What do you <laughs> how does that go? Well, with my own space, um, they don't come into my own space. Oh. And outside in the world I don't talk to them so you oh you see them outside too I mean so you see dead people everybody sees dead people in my opinion but anyways I don't see dead people but I believe that they're there I feel them I don't see them but before we get into our little ghost stories I would like to let you do your segment that we call Paranews and this is news that is news for the paranormal timely news that just happening. In fact, you know, either this month or last month. So do you have anything? Okay. If anybody is following us on Facebook or Twitter, we have posted this thing about um, a creepy doll that... <laughs> oh, yeah, the creepy the, doll. Yeah, that um, this website called The Lineup. You got to go on our page and see this doll. It, yeah, it's creepy. Yeah, so The Lineup has this creepy doll that has been on a live feed. The live feed is now over. It was from... It was a two-week live feed that ended on May 10th. And um, they're reading through essays to to actually give somebody this doll. <laughs> okay, so that's the prize, the doll. If you go on the lineup.com, they have a day-by-day a -day -day log of everything that happened and different feeds and... How did this, the doll do anything? It seems like a lot. She did a lot. They have logs every day of things that happen with the doll. And it even has a little segment where it talks about how this doll came to be or whatever. And it's just incredible that somebody wants it. <laughs> well, who would you give this doll to if you won? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear there's no one yeah, in mind. Yeah, yeah. I don't have anybody <laughs> Vile. Her name is Anne. She looks like little Bo Peep. Apparently, is she porcelain? The porcelain dolls are really the creepiest. She does look porcelain. She looks like she has painted eyes and everything. Ugh. So, so the contest is over. Have they awarded a winner yet? No, they haven't awarded a winner. They're gonna have a, a winner on Monday, which is I'm not sure which date. That's uh, the 16th, May 16th, I believe. So May 16th, they will have a winner announced for <laughs> Anne. Winner, winner, no chicken dinner there, huh? <laughs> so, all right, well, we'll keep you guys updated as to who won the creepy doll so that you can never <laughs> visit them. <laughs> and if you get a creepy-looking doll in the mail as a birthday present, send it back. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? This one is called Unearthing the 76 Houses Ghosts. It's about a tavern in, I'm not sure where it is, Tappan? Where is Tappan? I don't know. But go ahead. This tavern in Tappan. <laughs> this, this tavern in Tappan has a 
restaurant, a tavern that is apparently haunted. Table two apparently is always at, is always cold, even if it's 95 degrees in the dining room. And during staff meetings, there's a ghost that apparently likes to knock the glass over. Nobody picks it up anymore because they know it is not going to break. And it's always the same one. Wow. The man who owns it says that he is a skeptic, but he is... <laughs> With the glasses <laughs> falling over? But he says that up. he's it's become, becoming too hard to stay a skeptic. <laughs> Good for for him. (laughs) And actually, it says that they will be giving ghost hunting tours there, organized by Ghost Hunt USA by May 17th. So if anybody is in Tappan and y'all want to go see the Haunted Tavern, y'all go check it out. How do you spell Tappan? T-A-P-P-A-N. That is. Tappan. So, all right. So uh, a new ghost hunting place is in Tappan somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Tappan, Tappan Tavern, the Tavern. Is called the uh, the seventy six house. Tap. Oh, it's in New York. Oh, <coughs> just where we were haunted. Yeah, <coughs> everything up there is haunted. Well, that's because the houses are so old, I think. Tap that's in New York. That's because the whole city's old. Yeah, it really is. Tap in New York. So shout out to 76 House. I have <laughs> a drink for you. I personally will <laughs> never walk through those doors knowingly. <laughs> you know, I, I believe in all this stuff, but I, I really don't want to. I don't. I, I, I'm no ghost hunter. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can understand that. So, okay, so you got the Tap in House in New York. You got creepy dolls what else you got and then nine real haunted houses you can actually buy oh you can buy the haunted house and put the creepy doll in it yes oh, the contest is over so <laughs> you'll have to wait for another creepy doll to come up okay so let's so, hear some of them so number one the Priestley house <laughs> 138 east fulton street Catton. Hampton, Mississippi. Um, built by Dr. James Priestley in 1852, the pillared property is up for grabs at the bargain price of just under a mill. Oh. Any realtor will tell you that it's res- it's restored four bedrooms and four bathrooms radiate old world charm. Translation, the 5,100 square foot freaky deaky paranormal playground. Wow. Both Dr. Priestley and his wife died there and the home subsequently owners reported seeing their ghosts several times. They also witnessed musical instruments playing on their owns and candles dropping from their holders. Such activity prompted the TV show The Unexplained Files to investigate the Priestly House. Yeah, I've heard of the Priestly House. Yet another place I'll never go. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to number three. Um... The Schwett Mansion, 405 North Mayflower Road, Lake Forest, Illinois. Tucked away in the lush woodlands off the coast of Lake Michigan sits this waterfront English Tudor. A real gem, it was originally built as a wedding gift in 1917 for Laura and Charles Schwett from her father, John G. Shedd the then president of Marshall Field and Company. Unfortunately, 20 years thereafter, Laura suffered a heart attack and died. Four years later, servants found Charles with a self-inflected gunshot wound to the head and an eerie note, I've been awake all night, it's terrible. (laughs) 
Wow. Ooh. Though the reason- he should try being awake all day. <laughs> That's terrible. Though the reason for his suicide remains a mystery, some are convinced that the couple reunited in the afterlife. Reports claim the eternal sweethearts now roam the halls lurking in one of the mansion's 10 bedrooms. Which one? Fi- make a bid and find out. <laughs> all right. Another place off the bucket Ooh. list. <laughs> Ooh, this one sounds good. The Oh Good Mega Mansion, 58 Redstone Circle, Redstone, Colorado. Scoop up this Titanic Tudor and you also get 42 rooms of spectacular terror. Oh, goodness. According to history, John Cleveland Osgood, a self-made man who made a fortune as an industrialist, owned the home... From 1897 to 1902, diagnosed with terminal cancer, Oscar died on site, and his ghost reportedly still haunts all 23,000 square feet wow. of the sprawling estate. He's a traveling man. Though the property saw some IRS trouble, it's back on the market, and we hear there's a certain eternal value in the land. Oscar's ashes were scattered in the surrounding Crystal River Valley. Wow. That's a lot of space for one ghost, I man. Know. Like, what do you do with all that space in the afterlife? I have no idea. I don't even know what to do with all that space in the regular life. Well, <laughs> like, I know, 23,000 square feet. That's like a, that's a, a village. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Okay, well, we're going to read one more. Ooh, the Dakota, 1 West 72nd Street, New York, New York. I think that's where, um, isn't that where John Lennon got killed? I, I, yeah. Yeah. It says tourists come from all over the globe to take a selfie with the famed Gothic residents on New York City's Upper West Side. It was the scene of John Lennon's murder, after all. But it's not the ghost of the walrus that renters slash buyers should worry about. Though his widow, Yoko Ono, claims she's seen him playing the piano inside the building post-mortem. Rather, it's the ghost that haunted Lennon, a spirit known as the crying lady ghost for which you'll want to keep your eyes peeled should you take up the residence. Wow. Well, uh, okay, so apparently there are a lot of places that I won't be visiting. <laughs> uh, and most of them in New York. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, all, you know, the oldest city in the world, right here, we are in the sunshine state of Florida, coming out of Tampa, but St. Augustine is the oldest city in the country. And they have tons of ghost walks and haunted bed and breakfast and all that kind of stuff. And and I did go and I stayed in a place that was documented as not haunted but I think they lied. <laughs> I didn't see anything but I can feel it. I can feel it and whatever it was wasn't malevolent or anything but you know it's still creepy. Yeah. But oh you got anything else for us? Um no ma'am. Well then I guess we shall get into our topic of the day which is ghosts. Okay, we've got a couple ghost stories for you. Well, I have several, but I'm going to do one personal one today. But let's get right into it. First story that we have is called Wake Up, and it was written by Soyup. <laughs> and here we go. This almost happened to my sister. She was at the bar with her girlfriend who ended up ditching her at the bar for someone else. At this point, She's already super drunk, but because she 
just got ditched by her girlfriend, she decided to take a few more shots. The bartender kicks her out of the bar because she's being a sloppy blackout drunk. It's the dead of winter in Minnesota, and this is before everyone had a cell phone. So she starts to walk, but it's snowing and it's icy, and all she has for warmth is a thin coat. She kept falling and landing in the ditch. Eventually, she just laid there and closed her eyes and started falling asleep. She told me that she was startled awake by someone yelling, wake up, but she didn't see anyone around. Almost blackout drunk and covered in snow, she made it the two miles home. She woke up in the entryway of our house soaking wet. I don't believe in supernatural stuff, really, but she thinks someone was watching out for her. What do you think? I think somebody was watching out for her. I mean, that's a dangerous situation. You fell asleep in a ditch. The soaky wet. It's hypothermia right there. Yeah, that you could die. Yeah, she, she could have froze to death. She so. could have. But yeah, that's pretty amazing. I think it sounds like, to me, it sounds like one of her guardian angels. Or maybe, you know, or an angel that passed by. Maybe one of her guardians that screamed wake up and woke her up yeah okay here's another one this one is by windchimey okay this one is called the nightmare about the man in the top hat and the black cat it's uh by windchimey i don't know if i'm saying that right windchimey oh windchimey <laughs> okay quite a few things but one that sticks out in my mind right now is when one of the kiddos was a newborn and a little off. I slept on the couch with them upright and had a crazy dream about a disfigured man in a top hat and a long nose creeping around our house and trying to get in. I then awoke into a sleep paralysis episode where a black cat was trying to jump on the baby. I woke up to me jerking the little one away from the cat slash dream demon the feeling was so incredibly horrible, I'll never forget it. I didn't go back to sleep and took the baby to the doctor. I was sent home. We went to the ER the next day as the baby had developed a fever and it turned out was very sick and spent a couple days hospitalized. I felt stupid, but I had told the doctors about the dreams both times and the first scoffed me, but the second took it very seriously and said it was something he heard often. The entire thing gave me the creeps and still does, but a full recovery was made. I I wonder why the doctor said, I mean, have any of you guys out there heard of this as well? Yeah, I've never heard of this. This is interesting. So is, what, is the black cat a sign of, is it an omen? Is it, what, what? I wonder what this is about. And the disfigured man with the top hat. At first, I kind of thought Slender Man, but then, no. Um, I don't know if anybody has heard or experienced anything like this. Uh, drop us a line. Let us know. We'd be interested in hearing more about it. And I've got one more, and that is by I Am Great at Mangling Names. Selinsky, Selinsky. I don't know that one either. Okay, well, <laughs> thank you very much anyway. Uh, okay, and this is called The Ghost Cat. It says, I've mentioned this before on Reddit, 
but my husband and I bought a new house back in August. I frequently felt a present watching me when I was cooking and thought it was my cat, but he'd be elsewhere. First, it was a small shadow, about the size of a large cat or small dog. Then I once, once saw it was brown and striped and disappeared too quickly to be one of my cats. It always seemed like it was just watching me and not up to any shenanigans, so I didn't get too freaked out. Also, I know animals can sense evil better than humans, and they never seem too bothered and would even spend time relaxing in the room. I saw the goat, relaxing in the room, I saw the ghost. After I brought it up to my husband, he realized he'd seen this cat ghost as well. Over the next few months, we'd see it here and there, and it became a regular thing. Oh, saw the ghost again. About a month ago, I woke up and saw a striped brown long cat hovering at the end of the bed with lights and sparkles coming out of it. And when I reached out to touch it, it disappeared. I'm still not certain if I was awake or dreaming. Dreaming, I haven't seen ghost cats since. I'm not one to hallucinate ever. I've never taken hallucinogenic drugs. Probably a dream. I have very vivid dreams. Also, I'm a scientist and don't usually believe in the supernatural because there is no lot published and peer-reviewed evidence of such. I'm still maintaining a level of doubt about the whole thing hoping the presence or shadows was just one of my cats. Well, I don't think cats sparkle, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't say your uh, your username, but I don't I don't think they sparkle. But maybe um she she was dreaming. Things can sparkle in your dreams. I mean, yeah, but um some people believe that your dreams are um a way of the spirit world contacting you. So if you've been seeing it in your waking life and then you have a dream and it's all sparkly, I mean, that's too big. That's too many coincidences. I don't believe in coincidence. And especially when she and her husband have both seen this ghost cat. I know you're a scientist, but sounds to me like... Maybe you should go about a scientific way of proving that there's a cat. Yeah. Ways out there now. Yeah, you don't have to wait for your peers. You can set up cameras and EMFs and do everything all by yourself if you really want to know. But or did she say at the end that she didn't? That the cat she never saw it again. Oh, um, I mean, there are other things out there to test out. Yeah, yeah. She says she hasn't seen it since. So, well, I guess it'll just be one of those little mysteries for for us all to wonder about. And I said that I was going to give a personal story, and I've got lots of them, but this is uh, one that's not uh, so bad. It's a story. <laughs> it's just a ghost story. <laughs> okay, man. Uh, as a matter of fact, this happened with me and one of my best friends. So we were not, it wasn't five o'clock. We hadn't had the martinis or margaritas yet. In fact, I was in Miami. Uh, and my friend wants to remain anonymous because she is a skeptic and <laughs> just doesn't want to fess up to it. But we were in Miami, in fact, at a Wyndham uh, hotel in South Beach, and uh, she loves to see the sunrise. So this particular morning, we got up and had our chairs and our little, you know, books and this and that, and we're going to 
sit on the beach and watch the sunrise and just hang out there for a little while. And that's exactly what we did as we were there was like a, a seawall or a wall separating the hotel from the beach. And we were walking along the wall to take the steps to go down to the beach. And we saw a big cruise ship. It was like going out to sea, but you could see the people say standing at the back. And we waved and the people on the cruise ship wave as people on cruise ships do. And we turned the seawall and we were going down the steps and we were commenting how we wished we were on that cruise ship and how it'd be so nice to take a cruise and all of this. We looked up and the ship was gone. So we're walking on the beach putting our chairs down and we're both looking up the beach and down the beach and everything and there's no ship it, w it couldn't have vanished that quickly so we we still hadn't said a word to each other we sat down i'm still scanning the shore and i said where did the ship go and she looked at me and said what ship and opened her book and began reading. So she has never wanted to discuss it. The few times that I've brought it up again, she says, what ship? But we both know we saw a ship. We commented on the ship. We waved at the ship and the ship vanished. So anybody with some ghost ship stories in Florida or Miami, I have Googled it. I've looked up and down the internet and found nothing. But if anybody has any of those stories, I'd love to hear about it. All right. That's a pretty cool story. Yeah. Uh, one of many. <laughs> but that's all we've got for you today. If you have your ghost story, paranormal, slender man, anything that you feel is paranormal, we would love to hear from you. Please uh, drop us a line. You can find us on Facebook We at Project Phoenix Eve. We have a website. Guess what? ProjectPhoenixEve.com. And you can catch us on Twitter at Project Phoenix Eve. And we, as we grow, we would love to be able for you to call in and read your stories yourself. But for now, you know, just drop us a line, Project Phoenix Eve, and we will read your stories as well. So that's about it for today. Well, we actually, I did have one more thing just, just you know, quickly before we get off um, get off the air. And what might that be, ma'am? It was the winner of the creepy doll. Creepy doll, creepy doll, creepy doll. I found Anne, who was up for up for winning. Up for adoption. She was up for adoption. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta go on our webpage, yeah. phoenixeve.com, to get a look at Anne. So on May 16th, 2016, Anne has found a new home. She will be taking up residence with John and Tara, who live outside of Chicago. Um, the team was drawn to the sincerity of the couple's wish to be Anne's guardians and their genuine interest in the paranormal. Um, there are still a lot of skeptics and believers within their office, but all of them have expressed sentiment that her presence both physically and spiritually will be missed. Wow. Well, congratulations to uh, John, John and, and Tara <laughs> with the, the new addition to your family. And if you're listening to this and Anne does anything, anything. <laughs> 
We want to hear. We want to know. Just tell us. Tell us all about her. What her day is like. What y'all experience. All of it. I, I I still don't understand why you want her. Actually, that would be another thing we would love to know as well. Why? What was the essay that you gave them that made them feel so moved to give you Anne? Yeah. Yeah, we would love to know that. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> that's all we got right now. We will be back and our next our next topic, what are we going to be talking? We're going to be talking about um, the twin flame phenomenon. The twin flame phenomenon. Say that three times fast. Twin flame phenomenon. Twin flame phenomenon. <laughs> that was two times <laughs> and not so fast. I know. But anyway, thanks a lot for, for checking us out. Make sure to come back. Remember us on Facebook, Twitter, our website, and have a great day. Thank you again.